This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We're broadcasting out of the Middle East Report studio in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. So I emailed Jeffrey Goldberg last night. <laughs> you need to disclose this to the audience. What uh, was the nature of the email? I just got so pissed off about the Atlantic hiring Rahm Emanuel. So I first I took a shot in the dark and I tried to guess his email address. Uh, and I posted a screen cap of it on the on the Secret Street Fight Facebook group. <laughs> and people responded... Uh, it notifying me what his actual email address is. So I figured, fuck it. I've come this far. Uh, so I just sent a, a brief email. The subject title was uh, Hiring Rom, and the body of the email was just, fuck you. <laughs> it's good. It's a well-deserved email. Uh, you could probably include a lot, a lot of other hires in that subject line. Yeah. David Frum. Uh, David Frum, Connor Friedersdorf. I, uh, well, he's been there forever, Friedersdorf and Frum too. So I, I figured I'd keep it newsy, not bury the lead. And uh, maybe, <clears throat> maybe if I goaded him into a response, I could have uh, expanded on my grievances. He should uh, have milkshakes thrown at him. <laughs> We should start throwing milkshakes at conservative writers we in the should. U.S. I think Goldberg's a lib. He, he's definitely he's a he's a lib, but he's he is one hundred percent a shit lib. Yeah, and absolutely, from should get uh, maybe a frosty greeting. Speaking of the milkshakes, news uh, from my the lawyer UK. saying actually, my lawyer saying don't act. This does not. This is not official advice from the Sentinel. Just reporting news not- here from the UK. British far right politician Nigel Farage stuck on his touring Brexit bus on Wednesday after uh, the bus was surrounded by several protesters carrying milkshakes <laughs> that they were planning to toss on Mr. Farage. <laughs> He's basically held hostage on his bus uh, out of fear that he'd have a milkshake thrown at him again. Uh, I can't get off me bus. There's some chavs with milkshakes. This is the end of civilization. I'm not even sure they were actually going to throw the milkshakes at him. Yes, I mean, they were. They, I hope they were, but I. Th- it almost sounds like they, they just were staring at him and holding the milkshakes kind of uh i like the idea of conservatives in the uk fascists in the uk just being traumatized by people holding milkshakes around them well quite frankly they should be because when their supporters uh when they whip up people they they start stabbing people and, and engaging in racist attacks it's about time these fucking idiot pieces of shit started feeling scared (laughs) <laughs> and it and it makes it even better that they're terrified of milkshakes. <laughs> I love the quote from uh, the bus driver. He told uh, the Kent Live website, Michael Bolton, reading from The Guardian, there are a couple of guys standing over there with milkshakes. They were going to throw them over him, but the police are there. We've spotted them, and now Nigel isn't getting off the bus. <laughs> So even with cops following this dickhead everywhere, falling over themselves to to protect him, 
still absolutely petrified of milkshakes. Newscast coming up. First, I wanted to note a tweet that I made back in November of last year, just as the debate over whether or not Nancy Pelosi should be speaker again was heating up. This was right after the midterms. Saw that a bunch of new Democrats were coming into the House. Sam and I were on the record pretty strongly that Pelosi should absolutely not be elected speaker. And this was in response to everybody talking about how strategic she is and how progressive she is and how she's going to work with people like AOC and Rashida Tlaib and the Progressive Caucus to get uh, Medicare for all and all this stuff, which was just all bullshit, obvious bullshit. I tweeted at the time that I'll be happy to eat my words on this, but a Speaker Pelosi will join with outright white nationalists in Congress to pass infrastructure legislation before she brings her caucus to heel to pass Medicare for all. Now, since that time, she obviously hasn't brought her caucus anywhere close to heel to pass Medicare for all. She's done the exact opposite and tried to sabotage any Medicare for all efforts from the get-go. Also, let's cue Pelosi today during a press conference on the Hill, following a meeting with Trump about trying to make an infrastructure deal happen. Seeing the necessity for a big infrastructure uh, initiative for our country, we went uh, in the spirit of bipartisanship to find common ground with the president on this. We had hoped that we could give this president an opportunity to have a signature infrastructure uh, initiative. Why? Uh, to create jobs, uh, to improve the quality of life, uh, to to just do so much for our country uh, and on on the ongoing, not only the jobs it created, so but building the give commerce him a, a it would victory. promote. Huge victory. For some reason, maybe it was lack of confidence on his part that he really couldn't come match uh, the greatness of the challenge that we have. What? Uh, didn't wasn't really. Uh, respectful of the reason of the Congress and the White House working together, he just took a pass, and it just makes me wonder why why he did that. In any event, I pray for the President of the United States, and I pray for the United States of America. We really wanted to help him build a ten trillion dollar whites only highway system, but for some reason he just didn't want to play ball. Just listening to that, we wanted to deliver a signature legislative. What I cut out the part because she rambles about Thomas Jefferson and infrastructure spending and projects that he can go down in history for. And then she says we wanted to give Trump the same thing. She should be wanting to impeach him instead of praying for him, instead of praying for the country. I don't know if I'm eating my words on this because I guess there won't be an infrastructure bill. Not because Pelosi didn't try. She's trying. But because she's been rebuffed by the white nationalists. Also because the president is literally taking it off the table to stonewall congressional uh, investigations. Yeah. He said it today. He's like, we're not doing infrastructure bill because the House Democrats keep looking looking at the, uh, the in these phony investigations. He's, yes, it's, that's why it's he took outrageous. It off. Yeah. Pelosi should be coming out and say, like, whoa, I was wrong. We need to impeach this guy who is stonewalling every effort to hold him accountable. But no, we want him to uh, to we want to put his name emblazoned on a massive infrastructure bill.
it's it's incredible. Outrageous. This morning, Pelosi is out there saying she thinks the president is engaged in a massive cover-up. And then she goes to the White House to try to work out a deal with him. Yeah. And now afterwards, she's lamenting that he's walked away. I personally i've been asking for democrats to just shut down business in congress like don't do anything don't approve judge judges do sit-ins just get arrested civil disobedience whatever like don't do anything for this president um turns out it's the president who's just gonna stop doing anything because he's being subpoenaed by uh the judiciary committee conversely it's almost it's also incoherent inco- yeah like and, and, and conversely, it's been about a decade or so since Mitch McConnell took to the podium and said, we want to make Obama a one-term president. And since then, his power has only grown. Yeah. He, <laughs> say what you will about Mitch McConnell. Much better leader than Nancy Pelosi. Much better at getting what his constituents and his caucus wants than Nancy Pelosi, who, who is just... just Ugh, just, ugh. <laughs> All right, it's settled. It's Wednesday, May 22nd, 2019. Here's the news. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin appeared today before the House Financial Services Committee. The hearing came roughly 12 hours after a Washington Post report on Treasury concealing the president's tax returns. Secretary Mnuchin has claimed that his agency can withhold the returns from a House Ways and Means Committee subpoena because the returns don't serve a legislative purpose. The Post, however, reported that a draft IRS legal memo contradicts this assertion, stating that the tax returns may only be withheld if the president invokes executive privilege. Naturally, Democrat after Democrat brought this report up with Mnuchin, Here's what Sex Havin' Steve said when questioned about the draft memo by Virginia Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton. I looked at it literally on the way up here. Someone handed me the printed copy of it, so I would not describe that as I've reviewed it. Did somebody make you aware that the uh, memo states that the law does not require that the Ways and Means Committee Finance Chair or JCT Chief of Staff include a reason or purpose for the request? Again, I, I haven't... Uh, again, let me just say the legal advice that we've relied upon. And again, I understand there's three branches of government, and when it comes to constitutional issues, there could be different interpretations, and that's why there's a third branch of government to interpret. But I'm sorry, that reclaiming my time. Um, you you are aware you are at least aware that the conclusion of that memo directly contradicts the conclusion that you're relying upon. No, I, I actually don't believe that's the case. The, the, that memo I understand is addressing a different issue and is not addressing the issue that we in the Department of Justice looked at. But as again, let me just say, uh, this is not a letter that came to our attention earlier. Madam Chair, reclaiming Somehow. my time. Who at the IRS would have made the decision not to run this memo up the chain? I have no idea. Are you going to plan to find that out? Uh, we're trying to find out who wrote the memo, where it came from, when it was, and why it wasn't distributed. Yes. <laughs> Naturally, sure. uh, many Democrats thought this response was less than satisfactory, especially on a day when the president canceled infrastructure legislation talks with Dems as a means of stonewalling their congressional inquiries. Here was Rashida Tlaib, offering Mnuchin some personal advice. I will be remiss um, as somebody that truly believes in the rule of law. 
uh, as somebody that has practiced law and is an attorney, um, I would advise you, Secretary, to get personal legal advice um, because the cover-up by this administration, it goes beyond just providing the taxes. Uh, you can consult the D Department of Justice, uh, but you personally making decisions not on the best part of the American people, but to cover up the, 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 the occupant of the White House. Uh, I think you need to be very, very clear about what your role is um, and what your responsibility is to the American people. Uh, this is, goes beyond just providing taxes, right? It goes about transparency and the fact that no one is above the law. So, Secretary, please seek out legal advice personally of what your obligations are because the Department of Justice is not protecting you. It's protecting the president. No response from Mnuchin to that little piece of friendly advice. Finally, there was a lighthearted moment in the hearing when Congressman Earl Perlmutter changed the subject off of President Trump's tax returns. It's rare that I would say I would <laughs> prefer to talk about marijuana than those other two subjects. <laughs> when you bring up your debt and your criminal record to your dad and then ask him if you can spark up. It's rare that I would say I would <laughs> prefer to talk about marijuana than those other two subjects. When you ask your dad about his divorce and his broken dick and then ask if he wants to get blunted. It's rare that I would say I would <laughs> prefer to talk about marijuana than those other two subjects. You got one? No. <laughs> I didn't catch on to this bit before uh, we started recording or else I would have tried to come up with like five of them. <laughs> Finally, well, not finally, moving on, U.S. Border Patrol has shut down a major detention center, and Senate Democrats are calling for an investigation following the death of a migrant teenager. This is the fifth death of a minor in Customs and Border Patrol custody since December. On Tuesday, CBP temporarily closed its processing facility in McAllen, Texas, where the 16-year-old was found dead. CBP claims he died of the flu, and since then others have come down with similar symptoms at the facility, which is why it's now being closed. A place where kids are living in fences, by the way, in a giant warehouse. It's terrible. Also, the minor who died was in CBP custody for six days. That's twice as long as he was supposed to be. He should have been transferred to Health and Human Services Refugee Resettlement within three days. That's why some lawmakers now want a probe. Two dozen Democrats wrote a letter to the Department of Homeland Security Acting Inspector General John Kelly saying, quote, we respectfully request that you immediately investigate Department of Homeland Security Customs and Border Protection detention facilities at the southwest border, in particular the conditions for minors, family units, and other vulnerable individuals. Democrats also wrote to the International Committee of the Red Cross with a similar request for an investigation, noting that the organization, quote, has played a critical role in ensuring that migrant detention facilities around the world comply with international human rights standards. Now, acting DHS Secretary Patrick McAleenan was grilled on Capitol Hill during a hearing today. He was being held to account for the migrant deaths in his department's custody. This was questioning from Illinois rep Lauren Underwood. People keep dying, and so this is obviously more than a question of resources. Congress has been more than willing to provide the resources and work with you to, to address the security and humanitarian concerns, but at this point, with five kids that have died, 5,000 separated from their families, I feel like, and the evidence um, is really clear, that this is intentional. 
It's intentional. It's a policy choice being made on purpose by this administration, and it's cruel and inhumane. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I yield back. That's an appalling accusation. Appalling. Appalling accusation. Our, our child concentration camps are up to the highest standards. This dude can fuck off. Again, this is the fifth death of a kid in Border Patrol custody since December. The family separation order has been known about for well over a year. We've seen the pictures of kids in cages. Investigations are useful, yeah, but numerous human rights violations have already been established. Not to mention that the administration says repeatedly that this is all being done to create a deterrence to try to make it seem, uh, try to make the United States seem totally uninviting. As if the, uh, as if the, the point. The thousands, cruelty is yeah, the, the point. Yeah, the cruelty is the point. Anyway. Finally, the National Labor Relations Board dismissed a UAW petition to unionize workers at a Volkswagen plant in Chattanooga. The board announced the decision today, the day after three Democratic senators wrote to VW demanding that they allow workers to vote on union representation. The board, which oversees union elections, issued its decision against UAW along party lines in her dissent, Democratic member Lauren McFerrin said that her Republican colleagues were legitimizing delay tactics by VW, which refused to recognize a Chattanooga bargaining unit first certified by the NLRB in 2015. By giving credence to the employer's baseless arguments, McFerrin wrote, the majority abandons, abandons our duty to protect the exercise by workers of full freedom of association, self-organization, in designation of representatives of their own choosing, end of quote. She was quoting there directly from the National Labor Relations Act. UAW also had harsh words for the decision, saying it enables VW stalling tactics. Quote, Volkswagen has continued to use legal games to aggressively deny its workers the right to vote for years. It's ridiculous and shows how broken the rights of workers are under our labor laws. End of quote. That'll do it for the newscast today before we go let's listen in on the listener rant line hey it's uh, slater i'm calling in with some comments about liz warren's pledge to tap a public school teacher for education secretary uh last month liz reportedly and i want to take this with a grain of salt because it is coming from a cbs reporter uh said that she has a plan to change the pay structure for hospitals with bonuses for hospitals that bring down uh, maternal uh, mortality rates and cuts to hospitals that do not. The whole thing would suggest that Liz Warren has completely forgotten about No Child Left Behind because that plan sounds eerily similar to No Child Left Behind except for, for hospitals. Which, which brings me uh, back to the pledge to have an education secretary um, who has been a public school teacher. Uh, no Child Left Behind is championed by George W. Bush's first education secretary, Rod Page. And Rod Page was a Mississippi public school teacher. Um, he, he taught health and phys ed. So I think her pledge is ultimately meaningless. And, and you guys were really uh, astute to tout Bernie's attack on for-profit charters. I think that's the more significant policy push. Uh, definitely. I <clears throat> pretty much agree with 99.9% .9 of the call. Uh, good points by Slater there. Uh, I'm not, and definitely right to highlight the um, 
the Elizabeth Warren uh, hospital proposal, which was ghastly, just awful. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that her uh, appointing a public school teacher would mean she would do something analogous to No Child Left Behind, but it, it is true that... Nor do I think she has a PE teacher in mind, like, uh, <laughs> like Bush, but still. Yeah, yeah still. The criticism just, stands. Stands and just appointing a public school teacher. Obviously, there are plenty of public school teachers out there with awful, awful oh, politics. Of course. Some of the last people I'd ever want to arm waiting into another debate there. <laughs> What's up, fellas? It's Keister. Uh, on Monday's show, you talked a little bit about uh, nuclear energy, about uh, possibly being part of uh, the Green New Deal. Um, it, that is has been proven false. Uh, the former head of the Nuclear Regulatory uh, Commission, uh, his name is Gregory something or other, Jack Zo. Um, he did a lot of research and has written extensively about it. Um, and yeah, it's a no-go. Uh, it would take too long to get any reactors online. Uh, and, uh, you know, it would just be a waste of money and, uh, a giveaway to industry. So that's it. All right, fellas. Good job. Keep up the good work. Thanks for the call, Keister. Agreed. No room for nuclear power. Yeah. In the Green New Deal. Yeah. Thanks for that call. Can't Keister. create twenty thousand year old messes <laughs> to have some energy right now. And, and evidently, the energy would not come right now or soon enough at all, <laughs> as as Keister said. Very good call. We had we always have good calls, but today there were two very good calls. That's the show. Subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel to get the full complement of newscasts every Monday through Thursday. Also, you get your own haiku written and read on the air. Sam Knight needs a new keyboard for his computer. He's missing some... Which, which, which ones are you missing? I just found out that the uh, comma, the period, uh, and the colon and semicolon oh. don't work. Well, we're managing here. We're managing here. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Thanks to our sponsors, the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at CongressionalDish.com. Another sponsor, the Middle East Report. Find it at MERIP.org. The newscast is back for subscribers tomorrow. We're here in D.C. so that you don't have to be.